Another thing that was huge for me and was a really, really big motivator for me was I said I had three kids. My youngest was my daughter. And I knew that I didn't want my daughter to grow up living the same shackled life that I had lived around my body and the feelings about my body and the way that I was using my body to suppress my feelings and to gain control of my life. So wanting to be a good example for my children and specifically for my daughter was a huge, huge motivator for, for me to kind of seek the help that I needed to get. Welcome back to the show. In this episode, meet your host, Jonica Bullock, as she shares her very personal and touching story about recovering from a long-time eating disorder. Learn about how she healed her previously unhealthy relationship with fitness and nutrition to now use both as a very positive outlet in her life. This is Built, presented by FitBot. Welcome to the show. Today on the podcast, it's the host's backstories. So we're going to talk about how we made it to FitBod, how we started this podcast, and get a little backstory on on what the hosts of this podcast are all about. And well, let's get let's get right into it. Let's start with Jonica. Jonica, how long have you been using the app and and how did you find it? Ooh, I should know exactly how long I've been using it, but I feel like it it feels like it's been forever. <laughs> so <laughs> I think I'm coming up on like three and a half years maybe coming into my fourth year. So I actually stumbled across it. I was actually using another fitness app. Is that mm-hmm. like horrible to admit? But I was using another fitness app that was very cardio-based. There were a lot of runners in that group. I was part of a Facebook group there. It was quite an active group. I was quite active in that group, but it was very running-based. They had they started to get a little bit of strength training built into their app, but it was really kind of, it was really kind of lacking. It was, you know, very little equipment. It wasn't really heavy lifting. It was kind of more of a cardio interval type based strength workout. So there was actually a girl in that group who went onto the the Facebook group and shared that she had found this app, this strength training app that she was going to try out. She was going to go and try out the like seven day trial or whatever. And so there were a couple of us and she tagged me in that post and said, Jonica, I think you'll be, I think this app might be right up your alley. And so I said to her, I said, okay, well, you go and try it, give it a try, come back and give me like the full like rundown. Like I want to know like all the details. So she actually went away and tried her free trial with FitBod app. And she came back to the group that I was in and she, she told me, she said, Jonica, this is right up your alley. You are going to love it. I had just started kind of really wanting to focus on strength training that had become something that I had uh, read a lot about as being so helpful for women. And so it was something that I was really interested in getting into. I'd kind of just been dabbling, but I knew that I really kind of wanted to dive into it. So she came back and told me that this app would just be like the perfect thing for me. So I signed up right on the spot and I actually found the Facebook group right away. I went into the settings of the app and found the Facebook group. And I just like, burst onto the scene with a flex photo. (laughs) I was already flexing. And yeah, so the rest is just history. Like I just, I just fell in love with the app instantly. So that's, that's kind of my story of how I got there. Now I want to back up just a little bit. So you didn't just, just jump into fitness when you found FitBod, you were doing that before. And tell us a little bit about your fitness history. Well, my fitness history actually started in a lack of fitness. If we're going to be like completely honest here, I've shared my story before on the page and I actually came back into fitness in my adult life in a very unhealthy way. As a teenager, I was very athletic. I played a lot of sports. I played 
volleyball. I played basketball. I did track and field. I was very, very, very active. But as I got into my later teenage years and and now looking back, I recognized that I started to develop a little bit of a eating disorder. I was very, very, very restrictive on what I would feed my body. And I think this is very common for a lot of girls in their teen years to be very, very concerned about their body, to kind of struggle to feel control of their lives. And so that was something that, that Uh, first arrived into my life as a teenager. And then I kind of went into adulthood and it kind of went dormant for a while. But then it seemed to resurface again in my life in my early 30s. I was going through a lot of really stressful times. I was a a young mom. I had three young kids and I started to kind of have these these uh, things crop back up in my life. I had some difficult relationships that I was dealing with. And so I started actually running and doing a lot of cardio basically as a way to to burn off calories. And I basically was just looking to burn off as many calories as I felt like I was eating. And this is just like a super unhealthy cycle. It's it's a really bad way to kind of to kind of like control my surroundings and feel like I was in control of my life. But it was it was all that I had at the time. And so I actually lived this way for quite a while. And I always find it like very surprising how how society supports women the smaller they get and never really questions why they're getting so small. And so I was getting smaller and smaller and smaller in the name of fitness. I was running, I actually trained for and ran a marathon while I was really being super restrictive with my, my eating. I actually got to the point where I, I had actually started to binge and purge things that I was eating. And I was absolutely mortified and embarrassed about this behavior. I was an adult. I knew I had little kids that I should be an example for. And I knew this was not the life that I wanted to be living. And actually I had, I kind of got to the point where I knew that I needed help, but I didn't kind of really know how to go there. And I went to my doctor for a a physical, just a regular physical, an annual physical that I always would go to. And she asked me some really, really hard questions in that, that physical. I will forever be grateful for her for asking those hard questions and for following up on why I was losing weight. I was, you know, an average woman, you know, I shouldn't really just be losing weight. And she, she asked me specific questions about the behavior that I was participating in to lose that weight. She asked me if I was restricting my calories. She acted, asked me if I was burning or, you know, working out to burn calories. She asked me if I was binging and purging, like she asked me full straight head on questions. And I am not a good person to lie. I I struggled (laughs) when I'm put on the spot. I just like bare my soul. So we actually had a very tearful interview. She talked to me and she actually sent me to get some help and talk to me about how to kind of get help. So that was kind of how I got back into fitness. And as I kind of moved forward from that, I maintained the fitness, worked really, really hard on the eating and getting healthy in in my brain. But I wanted to keep the fitness aspect of my life. And that was actually what led me to research and kind of find out that for women, as we age, strength training is honestly just the best thing that we can do for our bodies. And it kind of got me out of that cycle of burning calories just to burn calories. Yeah. So I want to go back and I know it's difficult. But, I, you know, folks that are listening, there might be folks that are experiencing some of these same things. And I want to I want to kind of tease out some of the things that you learned and maybe, you know, words of advice for folks that may be struggling with, you know, some of the same patterns that you experienced. 
Okay. Well, that's kind of a, it's a hard one. I think, I think there's a fine line. I got to the point where I, I was obsessive. I was, I was scared to go and eat someone else's food that had been prepared that I did not know all the ingredients that were going to be in it because I wouldn't be able to figure out exactly how many calories I was consuming. I didn't want to go out to restaurants because I didn't want to be able to, again, just have that lack of control of how many calories as I consumed. I, you know, I was, I was starting to hide my behaviors. I would, like I said, I would, I would sometimes like binge when I was in a really, really, really stressful situation. And then I would try to purge all that I had, had consumed. And there was just a lot of shame. And there was a lot of like, there was a lot of trying to hide the behaviors behind the facade of being healthy. But I knew, I knew that I was in an unhealthy place even maybe not necessarily physically, but just mentally. And so for me, one of the the things that really, really, really helped me was having to come clean, having to talk about and claim the behaviors that I was participating in. So I had to talk to my husband. I talked to a psychologist, a girlfriend who's a psychologist. I had to talk to my family doctor. I had to claim and admit and And in admitting, I knew that I wouldn't be able to maintain a life living in those habits. Once I had admitted to others and to myself that I was participating in those habits, I knew that it was it would be a breakthrough for me that I, that 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 would be a way that I would not want to have to admit that I was still participating in in those things. Another thing that was huge for me and was a really really big motivator for me was I, I said I had three kids. My youngest was my daughter. And I knew that I didn't want my daughter to grow up living the same shackled life that I had lived around my body and the feelings about my body and the way that I was using my body to suppress my feelings and to gain control of my life. So wanting to be a good example for my children and specifically for my daughter was a huge, huge motivator for for me to kind of seek the help that I needed to get. And so in seeking the help, I had to let go of things. I had to learn how to not track calories anymore. I had to learn how to not stand on the scale. These are things that I still don't do to this day. I don't track the calories that I consume. I don't weigh myself. Even when I go to the doctor, I will stand backwards on the scale and let them know that I'm not interested in knowing the number because it will mess with my brain. And I just had to be very, very selective about what I would allow to send me back into that mind space and to be very careful about participating in behaviors that would allow me to slide back into that. Jonica, well, that's powerful. I want to ask you, as you mentioned that when you were about to share this and you knew that was going to be a big step for you. Mm-hmm. Can you capture and share with us how you felt when you finally did share and were people aware of it or was it a surprise or were they aware of it and just not know how to approach you about it? I wouldn't say that I came out as like a really public, like, mm-hmm. hello everybody. This is what I've been doing. Like it was something that was very private. It was something, like I said, there is a ton, a ton of shame. At, at least I felt that as an adult woman. Like to me, I felt like this was like an adolescent problem, something that you go through when you're a teenager and you kind of get your crap together when you're, when you're an adult, when you're a mom, when you have kids. Like, so there was so much shame for me in admitting that I was participating in these behaviors. There was a lot of shame, but once you let something out and, and claim it sets yourself free in a lot of, 
in a lot of respects. It allows you to really process what you're doing, to feel like you don't have to hide it, to, to be able to ask for help and to unload on other people. So it, it was really just a very few select people. I think most of them probably had an idea that I was struggling with something that I was, you know, processing things. But I think it's very easy to hide. Like I said, especially for women, because society praises women, the smaller we get, the more praise you get. People will tell you, tell you, you look great. You've lost so much weight and you never needed to lose weight in the first place. So that was something that was really surprising. And it's actually been a takeaway for me. I'm actually very, very hesitant to ever comment on someone's weight loss because I have that baggage in my head of not knowing why it is that they're losing weight. Are they wanting to lose weight? Is this being done in a healthy way? It's actually something that I very rarely will comment on another person. I will very rarely say, oh, you've lost, you've lost weight. Well, I, I want to thank you for, for sharing that and for your honesty. And that's, um, that could be difficult to share. Is there anything you think anyone could have done differently to help you? Or do you think you kind of needed to get to that point where you were at the doctors and, and having that conversation? I'm not sure that it's something that's, I think there maybe could have been things that maybe intervened at a younger age. I think it would have been really nice as a young athlete to have been taught by the coaches and, and followed up on nutrition and just the importance of fueling your body. I, I don't think it was ever, ever questioned. Like I would go a day, I would, I would only eat an apple and I would be practicing for hour and a half, two hours a day, you know, rigorous activity. And, you know, my energy levels would be up and down. And I just don't think it was ever anything that was really addressed. And I think that there's, there's ways that it could have probably been addressed. I think it's important for us to focus, especially as we raise the next generation, we try to focus on what our bodies can do, the the capabilities that they have, as opposed to simply how they look and how we adorn them. I think it's important for us to to praise other qualities in our young women, in our in our youth in general, other than than just the way that they look. You know, comment on their character traits or the accomplishments that they've had in their lives. I think these are things that we can focus that on that kind of pull away from purely focusing on the physical. But I think an eating disorder also we need to recognize that it's not purely just a physical, it's not, it's not just a physical issue. Those things can add to it. And it, it, it is part of the equation, I think, for a lot of people. But I think there's also a lot of psychological things that that go on just, you know, being unable to process emotions or unable to find your voice, just kind of that need for control in your own life and, and maybe feeling out of control. So all of those, those things kind of played into it for me. You know, I like how you mentioned throughout your time sharing with us that society puts a lot of pressure, and I hear it often, thin is in, you know what I mean? Things like that. And and the reason I'm aware of it, I have three daughters of my own. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times family members just making small talks, oh, you're so cute, you're so cute. But they always focus on the physical aspect, which is mm -hmm. why when I tell my daughters, because they like to hear it, they're, they're cute and they're adorable, but I always go out of my way to try to praise them for, oh, you're so smart. You know, you're smart like your mom or things like that, because mm -hmm. we don't know, like you said, how those things can be piling up and then affect people in another way. But to not let the audience believe that Jonica is a hot mess, she is physically fit. She is <laughs> very active in promoting and, and just being a positive influence in our group. And she's part of the reason why we're doing this podcast. 
So, you know, from my heart to, to everybody out there, you've been an inspiration for me because I came into the group after you. And I would have never flexed Friday unless I've seen your energy and how it kept <laughs> the group positive. So I want to thank you for that. And I'm pretty sure Michael can do the same. Aw, thanks, Gio. I have to actually say that the Facebook group has been a real learning ground for me. I have been really grateful. I shared my story, that story on Facebook group. And that was probably the first time that I'd gone like really public. Like I know you, you you talk maybe alluded to that earlier, but that was the first time that I went really, really public. And I typed out all of my, my feelings kind of how, and, and again, I still felt like there was a lot of shame. Like there was shame to admit to people who were so focused on health and fitness. And I was even at a place where I was healthy and and very fit and and working at it from a very healthy standpoint but i still felt a lot of shame but you know what like in in doing so and in coming out with that on the page i was amazed at how many people it reached and how many people reached out to me to admit that they had been struggling as well to ask for tips to just to just recognize that it really really touched a lot of people and i feel like maybe me leading the way and saying, you know what, this is my past. And this is this is how I started. And this is how I've struggled that that allows people then to be okay with the struggles that they have had on their journey. And even though those struggles might not look the same as mine, I think it's important for us to all allow each other to struggle and to be okay in those struggles as we kind of come through them. We don't need to all look exactly the same as we we come into this journey but we do all have a past and there are all things that lead us here. So that was that was a really really big moment for me and just like has really endeared me to the group as I've I've kind of laid myself out there and just been like as transparent as I can in my history and kind of the journey that I've had to get to the point where I'm at right now. So I, I'm really grateful for the process that I've had to just be able to kind of digest all of that in a, in a public forum and to just be so accepted in the process. Yeah. And, and starting with the app and, and getting into the Facebook group. So if you're listening to this and you're not sure what we're talking about, well, I'm, I'm going to assume that you know about the app. But if you don't know about the Facebook group, you can find it in the settings panel within the FitBod app, or you can visit Facebook and search for FitBod. I think it's labeled FitBod Community. And it's just an amazing, welcoming, nurturing community. A lot of folks in there just sharing their journey, sharing things like Jonica's sharing today. So, so let's, let's continue. Now you've, you've dealt with the, the struggles of an eating disorder. You found fitness, you found a healthy diet and you found FitBod. Take us from there. What is your, what is your routine look like with FitBod today? Well, fit, this three and a half years that I have been with FitBod, I have learned so much. I was kind of interested in lifting when I started, but didn't really have the equipment. I had a couple of adjustable dumbbells, basically was kind of the extent of my equipment. I think I had a bench, maybe like a, a really old looking bench. But as I've kind of like journeyed through FitBod, I have learned a lot because like Olympic lifting was something that I was really, really interested in. It was just like super cool. I I acquired quite a, a mass of equipment as I kind of went through my journey with FitBod. I purchased a rack that I loved. I had I have barbells, bumper plates, decline, incline benches, pull-up bars, just kind of like the whole gamut. And so I have become just a real fanatic about my working out. I love it. It is something that I love to do every day. I struggle to take a rest day, I will admit, but I love, love working out. 
and I've, I've learned how initially when I started with the app, I would allow it to just generate for me. It would, it would generate my workouts. It would tell me what weight to do. I would just mindlessly follow what the app told me to do. And as I kind of used it and learned how I wanted to incorporate it into the things that I was learning, I was, I realized how customizable the app is. And I was able to get to a point where I feel like I do most of my own programming, honestly, in the app. Let me stop you there. So what do you mean by programming? So there might be folks that are just new to the app, listening to this, trying to get themselves into it. What do you mean by programming? Okay. Well, first of all, I I have my splits, which means the the muscle groups that I focus on on a day-to-day basis. So I say that I work out six days a week, And I want to hit each muscle group twice a week so that I'm building muscle. So what I do, how I split that up is I do what's called a push-pull legs routine. And so on one day, I will do all the push muscles, which are your shoulders, your chest, your triceps. All of those things are incorporated into your push day. And then you can do a pull day, which is biceps and back. And then you can do a lower body leg day, which is is basically everything on the lower body, as as it says. So the app can can program a workout for you around those exercises that you want to incorporate. Or I feel like I have gotten to the point where I know how to write a routine for myself that allows me to hit the muscle groups that I want to hit and do the lifts that I want to do. So I took a, a, during COVID, I actually hired a trainer from, uh, my brother-in-law's gym, who worked with me online to do what's called a five by five program. And this was a program that I went through basically to increase the strength in five very specific lifts. And what I learned from that program was that I could gain strength in a very quick way. It showed me kind of how to set up how many reps, how to kind of move through adding weight week to week. I learned a lot from that program and I took that into my FitBot experience. So on my push days, I want to maintain being able to try and build strength in those lifts. So on my push days, I will work on my bench press and I will work on my shoulder press, both done with a barbell. So I like to program exercises on either side of that that complement those lifts. And and then like on my pull days, I like to do my deadlifts on pull days. And I also like to do my bent over row again with a barbell. And then on my leg days, I like to do my back squat and my hip thrust with the barbell. Those are the lifts that I focus on, the big lifts, the compound lifts that I focus on on each of those routine days and and basically just try to do a great warm up using those muscles. And so, yeah, that's where I've gotten to with the app. I love that I'm able to use the app to to my advantage. I I feel like I have a lot of knowledge now about lifting and and how I want it to complement my life and how I want to make it work. And the app is just like super easy, easy to track. It helps me to progress. It helps me to keep track of the achievements that I've had and just kind of structure my workouts the way that work best for me. Hmm. So what are the other settings in the app for you? What is your fitness goal? Okay. (laughs) <laughs> I am here to body build. I am here to mm-hmm. to build my body. I'm looking to always build muscle. So I have my 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 settings are set to bodybuilding on the PPL schedule. I set my workouts to be two hours in duration. I like to spend between an hour and a half and two hours on each of the sessions that I'm I'm hitting in the gym. And then also I'm allowed or 
the app allows me to to choose the equipment that I have access to. So sometimes that means I'm at a professional gym where I have everything at my disposal. Sometimes that means I'm on vacation and I have bands and maybe some 15 pound dumbbells. So I can set up a profile that has just that equipment. Sometimes I'm at my home gym that has pretty good selection of things, but no machines, doesn't have like a leg press or a leg extension or hand curl. All of those things are not available to me. So I'm able to set up my profiles according to where it is that I will be working out that day. And I love that. I love that Mm -hmm. flexibility. I love the customizable nature of it. I feel like it's an app that works whether you're a beginner or whether you're someone who's looking to really progress and, and kind of knows exactly what you're wanting to get out of the app. It's, it's fabulous for both ends of that spectrum. Yeah. Now, are you excluding any exercises? Is there anything in there that, that you get fed up that you don't want to do? No, no, no. I, 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 <laughs> you know me, <laughs> if there's an exercise that I can't do, I take that as a personal challenge and I want to conquer that, <laughs> that exercise. So I'm actually super proud. Like I, I never had done a handstand push up before the age of I don't know, 44, 45. Like I'd never even attempted that. I didn't even know that that was something that I would want to do. Pistol squats. Like those weren't something that I ever like tried before in my life. And, you know, like here I am 45 year old woman. And these are things that like, I am proud of the fact that I can do kipping handstand pushups and that I I'm looking to do more than 10 in a row for five sets. And I love the fact that I can do pistol squats on either leg and use those as a warm up for my, my work workout days. So there is absolutely nothing that I will, exclude. I, I don't like the idea of saying I can't, or I won't do that. I will do, I will schedule in my own burpees. I love burpees. (laughs) I'm that psycho Psycho. who loves burpees. Psycho. (laughs) Yeah. But you know what? Like it's something I I just view it as a challenge. I I look at something Mm -hmm. that's hard for me and I view it as a challenge of something that I want to conquer. I want to be able to, to add that to my list of things that I can do. Let me ask you about that. Now you view it as a challenge. A lot of people you know, view it as uh, torture, like burpees, especially. <laughs> yeah. Now, where do you think that comes from? And were you always of that mindset? I think I'm an extremely competitive person. I love to compete. And even if it's just with myself, like you guys are both teammates of mine. You guys are both mm-hmm. on, <laughs> we are the, on the rings challenge team together for the FitBot has a, a team challenge, us along with Ryan. And you know that I love to throw out a, a challenge, like, who can hold the plank the longest or who can try, you know, the, all these crazy uh, challenges uh, that float up. around on TikTok and <laughs> yeah, hold up. For sure. What are we- <laughs> for sure. Hold up though. You threw out that plank challenge and I was absolutely floored. Jonica pulled a seven minute plank, which is out of. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> out of, uh, I've got, I've gotten to five and a half minutes. That's as long as I can go. Well, that's even well, impressive. I'm, I'm, that is I'm impressive. St- Gio, you didn't respond to that message ryan and ryan and uh, michael both stepped up but i i threw out the message i didn't even see it who's up for a challenge today and ryan was like right on board and so so was michael so (laughs) you were busy you were moving you were you were you have a good (laughs) excuse but yeah no that was a fun chat like i love stuff like that like Mm -hmm. i love when people often on the facebook page people will find these challenges that float around on tiktok or on instagram these you know reels that come out with these like crazy push-up challenges or the ab roller in between the eggs and like, and they, they'll always, they'll tag me in them. And I love it. I mm-hmm. love the challenge. Mm-hmm. I love seeing what I can do physically. And, and I love just being able to master it. So I don't know. It just, it's part of me. I'm just a competitive person by nature. 
Yeah. It's a, it's a great thing. And it's a lot of fun and it, and it keeps it interesting. I love challenges too. So now let's talk a little bit about the podcast. Maybe share with the listeners how, how it all came together for you. Oh, okay. Well, this is kind of an interesting story because Gio and I kind of hooked up on the page and kind of Gio came to me with this idea of doing this like community chat. Gio and I are both quite active on the page and have Mm -hmm. been. When you say page, you mean fit the the the, Facebook The Facebook fit. FitBod page. Okay. Sorry. Yep. Yeah. It's the page. It's the only page. If you're listening, yes. it's the only page that you need to know about. <laughs> but we decided that we wanted to do a community chat and we kind of, you know, got a, a bunch of interest in that and got in touch with, with FitBod. They wanted to kind of get on board and kind of help us pull that together. And so we ran this community chat where we just kind of like, you know, put our faces out there and had this chat with with a bunch of members from the FitBot community. And one of the members who attended that community chat was a, a chat by the name of Michael Lynn. Oh, that'd be <laughs> who, Yes, who is a podcaster for a living. And so he came into this chat and he, you know, just participated in the chat, but I think it kind of got your wheels turning, if I'm, mm-hmm. if I'm correct. And I'm not even actually sure how much longer... It was after we'd finished that chat that you reached out to both Gio and I and expressed interest in wanting to put together a health and fitness podcast and wanted to know if it was something that we were interested in participating in. Am I missing any details here, no, Gio? No, I think no, you- no. I remember, yeah, he reached out to me and I guess then he reached out to you or at the same time and I responded and I was like, yeah, I'm game. If you're game, I'm game. And I'm pretty sure Jonica will be game. And so it was awesome because. I, I like getting to know people, and this is a format in which we can get to know the community, and mm-hmm. you'll be hearing community interviews where people share their amazing stories. Mm-hmm. And so it brought us uh, together, and, I, and, and Michael, in that sense, we want to thank you because we were just yeah. going to c- continue to do community chats, and yeah. I think this will bring us a bigger audience to share how amazing this app is and how amazing the community is. Do you guys remember that first meeting that we had when we did our first Zoom <laughs> Zoom call with one another? And the, and then we we actually, I mean, the the idea kind of grew as we as we chatted because we mm-hmm. decided that we wanted to approach the company. We wanted to approach Fitbod to get their blessing basically to do this mm-hmm. either on their behalf or with them on board. And so I don't I don't remember like how long it took for us to kind of we had contact with Arbella, because of the community chat that Gio and I had done, we'd, we'd been in contact with her and we knew that she was a great contact in the company. So we all scheduled a meeting with Arbella and, and set I think up a we, time I to I think we need her. to, whenever we mention Arbella, we have to say the amazing Arbella. Oh, so yes. Arbella, Arbella from FitBod runs the social media and, and some other things sure, at, yeah. at FitBod. So she's been super helpful. In yes. getting this, getting this whole thing put together. Yes. So and she was just like super supportive of us, like from the get go, like she just, like, I feel like she, she saw the enthusiasm and the passion that we had for this idea. And yeah, she helped us kind of to realize it. And, you know, we just kind of got into talks with the head honchos at FitBod, Alan and mm-hmm. Jesse. And, you know, it, it just kind of like grew from there. So it's been quite a process to work with them and to kind of see them kind of get in, get on board and just really support us in all the different aspects as we've, you know, tried to, to get this, this podcast up and to launch. So it's been like super fun. 
Yeah. So to the listeners, we hope you found this interesting, getting to know the hosts a little bit more. We're going to we're gonna dive into Geo's world next. And so make sure you stay tuned. If you're not subscribed, make sure you hit the subscribe, hit the follow. And we would love to hear some feedback. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, you can leave a star rating and a comment. Let us know what you like, what you'd like to hear. That's going to help us improve the show as we go forward. And if you're interested and want to learn more about the backstory of the app, more about the founders, uh, the last episode, the one right before this one, is episode number one, and that's with Jesse Ventasique and Alan Chen, the founders, the CEO and the CTO of Fitbod. What an amazing story and so inspirational. I think you'll get a newfound appreciation for the app and for the people behind the app. Uh, you really get a great view into the motivation for creating the app and, and why they continue to work on it today. So make sure you check that out. And, and as always, make sure you hit the subscribe and follow and, and give us a comment. Let us know what you think. I want to thank all the listeners for, for tuning in. And Jonica, before we wrap, any last words for the audience? Anything you want to share before we, we end the episode? Just encourage everyone to get out there and to get themselves moving. Don't don't be shy. Don't 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 be afraid to just like kind of dive in. That's one of the things that I I love about the app is is honestly the confidence that it gives people. People talk about it all the time. The confidence that it gives them as they enter into a gym, as they enter into the world of fitness. There's a real camaraderie in the Facebook page for the Fitbod community. There's a real team spirit. One of the things that I love that we do in in the the community there is the group workouts that we do once a month. I started this long time ago and all of the members just seem to like jump right on board and are super supportive of it. It's kind of a, a virtual workout that we we do semi together. I write a workout basically with very little equipment so that everybody has access to participate in this this event and then it just gets posted to a messenger group that we have where everybody that wants to participate is in that messenger group. They get to load the workout into the app. The joy of the app is that the loaded workout will load to your personal level. I feel like that is one of the genius, genius things about this app is I can write a workout that will challenge me and I can send it to anyone and it will load so that it challenges them. It is scaled to the, the reps and the weight that they will be comfortable with that will give them the, the challenge that they need. So if they need to have more weight than I have, if they need to have less weight than I have, the app will account for that. So what we do is we all work on this wonderful, <laughs> wonderfully challenging. I think they've been, they've proved themselves to be quite challenging work, but people love the challenge. And it's inspiring to me to get the feedback from our community as people recognize their ability as they push themselves to do something that might have been out of their comfort zone. They've put themselves out there. They've said they want to participate and it's hard. It's, it's a challenge, but the pride that they feel in completing a workout that they didn't think that they could, they could maybe initially do is just, is just a wonderful testament to the power of the human spirit. And I just think, you know, get yourself out there. Don't be afraid to tackle things, try new things. You'll be surprised what your body is capable of doing. So that would probably be just my message for those who are listening. Do not ever tell yourself, don't ever exclude exercises. Marcy, <laughs> Take it as a challenge. Take it as a challenge and, and see what your body's capable of. You might surprise yourself. Terrific. And, and you mentioned the group workouts. 
If you want to join us in the Facebook group, you'll find links in the show notes to the Facebook group. You can jump in there and check out the hashtag, Let's Work Out Together. And uh, you'll find Jonica, Gio, and myself in those workouts together. We do those. Uh, it's about a monthly basis. Isn't that right, Jonica? Once a month. Once a month, we try and do those. And if you come into the group, don't hesitate to tag us and say hello and introduce yourselves. We're always looking to meet new people and welcome you into the group. Well, thanks, guys. This has been a great episode. Gio, I look forward to talking with you on the next episode. So stay tuned. Thank you very much, guys. Thanks, look forward guys. to it. Thank you. Thanks to the listeners. Check out the show notes at fitbod.me slash podcast to learn more about this episode. Download the app from the Apple App Store or the Google Play Store. We'd love to hear from you. Leave us a comment and a rating on your favorite podcast network. Thanks, everybody. Have a great week.